Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. This poet today is very well-known and was Detroit's first poet laureate, so sit back and relax because it is time to follow the magical life of Dudley Randall. Dudley Randall was born on January 14, 1914 in Washington, D.C. He is the third of five children to Arthur George Clyde and Ada Viola Randall. At the age of four, Randall grew an interest in poetry and wrote his first poem. His family moved to Detroit when Randall was nine years old. His father helped spark Randall's interest in writing by taking Randall and his brother to see black artists and writers speak, like Walter Francis White, James Weldon Johnson, and many more. He wrote his first published poem, A Sonnet, at the age of 13 in the Detroit Free Press. His sonnet won the first prize of $1 on the Young Poets page. Randall was a very bright student, so he was able to graduate high school at the age of 16. After he graduated, he worked for Ford's Motor Company in Dearborn, Michigan from 1932 to 1937. He then went on to serve in the military during World War II. In 1949, he received his BA in English at Wayne University and continued his education at University of Michigan with an MA in Library Science. He went on to become a reference librarian and was the University of Detroit's Poet-in-Residence. In 1971, the university named their Poet-in-Residence Award and contest after him, and they award poets annually. He also traveled around the world to Africa, Europe, and Russia. He became very fluent in Russian and even translated poems from Russian to English. Randall was an important figure in the Black Arts Movement. In 1965, Dudley met fellow poet Margaret Burroughs after seeing her perform her poem about Malcolm X at the Writers' Conference at Fisk University. Randall expressed to Burroughs his thoughts on the quantity of poems being published about Malcolm, which sparked Burroughs with the idea of creating an anthology. Randall and Burroughs worked together to find poets and publishers willing to participate in a book of poems about Malcolm X. This was the formation of Broadside Free Press, which was an outlet for Black writers to get their work published and shared with the world. In May 1966, Dudley Randall attended a conference and was able to receive permission to publish works from Robert Hayden, Gwendolyn Brooks, Melvin B. Tolson, and Margaret Walker. The press even represented emerging poets like Sonia Sanchez and Nikki Giovanni. Broadside Press became a huge part of the Black arts movement by having more than 400 Black poets published, more than 100 books released, and even had some recordings. Dudley Randall helped many Black poets and upcoming artists thrive and get their work out there for people to listen and hear. He was able to help Black voices shine through in a world where Black people were silenced. Randall even published his own work in the Broadside Press and discussed many current events in his work. For example, his poem Ballad of Birmingham addresses the Alabama church bombing where four young black girls were killed. And another poem, Dressed All in Pink, is about John F. Kennedy's assassination. He published some poetry collections as well. Some of his collections include Poem Counter Poem, published in 1966 by Margaret Danner, After the Killing, published in 1973, and More to Remember, Poems of Four Decades, published in 1971. 
A little pop culture fun fact, Randall had a tribute in NBC's TV show, This Is Us. One of the main characters was renamed Randall. The poetry collection with Margaret Danner, Poem Counter Poem, was actually the plot point for the show's third episode entitled Kyle. On August 5, 2001, in Southfield, Michigan, Dudley Randall passed away. Many black writers that you know today would have had a hard time getting published if it wasn't for Dudley Randall. He touched many lives and still does today. So let's get to his poem that is going to be featured in our Get Lit anthology entitled Booker T and W.E.B. Randall wrote this poem during the civil rights movement where black people were fighting for their freedom and rights. This poem is a discussion between two black leaders' perspective on slavery. Booker T believes that labor work for white people will benefit the black community rather than seeking an education, while W.E.B. believes that black people won't benefit and they should rather be standing up for their rights and their freedoms. I really enjoy this poem because it discusses two different beliefs in people who are considered leaders. It also reminds me of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King because they were wonderful leaders, but they also had two different views on how black people can fight for their freedoms and rights. This poem also rhymes, which is the first one we've had this season. So here's Dudley Randall's poem entitled Booker T and W.E.B. It seems to me, said Booker T., it shows a mighty lot of cheek to study chemistry and Greek. When Mr. Charlie needs a hand to hoe the cotton on his land. And when Miss Anne looks for a cook, why stick your nose inside a book? I don't agree, said W.E.B. If I should have the drive to seek knowledge of chemistry or Greek, I'll do it. Charles and Miss can look, another place for hand or cook. Some men rejoice in skill of hand, and some in cultivating land, but there are others who maintain the right to cultivate the brain. It seems to me, said Booker T, that all you folks have missed the boat, who shout about the right to vote, and spend vain days and sleepless nights in uproar over civil rights. Just keep your mouth shut, do not grouse, but work and save and buy a house. I don't agree, said W.E.B., for what can property avail if dignity and justice fail? Unless you help to make the laws, they'll steal your house with trumped up claws. A rope's as tight, a fire as hot, no matter how much cash you've got. Speak soft and try your little plan. But as for me, I'll be a man. It seems to me, said Booker T, I don't agree, said W.E.B. I love the ending of this poem because W.E.B. completely just cuts off Booker immediately because their conversation wasn't getting anywhere. And before I fully read the poem, I literally just thought it was unfinished. But once I fully read it, I kind of laughed to myself because W.E.B. just kind of reminded me of myself because I'm someone that's just like, if this isn't going to get anywhere, I'm just, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So thank you guys so much for tuning in with us today on all things Dudley Randall. And make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family members. And I'll see you guys next week while we get lit, get literacy, and get literate. Ciao! Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast was produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Peter Davis. This episode was researched, written, and edited by me, Nia Lewis, alongside Bridget Yang. Lucas Lane is our digital editor, and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. 
Special thanks to the entire Get Lit staff and donors who made this work possible, to the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to students of all life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more of our episodes, this podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G.